Yo. What's going on? I figured we could talk about whatever tonight. I just pulled up Twitter. I figured I'd look at some trending topics. Um, if you guys got anything you want to talk about, um, we can talk about... Hello. We can talk about Labor Day. And I was trying to think in this... There's got to be something weird about this holiday. I didn't look it up, but I'm just going to assume it is because, you know, this, you know, the people in America didn't want to give people a day off for no reason, so it's got to mean something. The Artemis uh, rocket was delayed. Hi. Yeah, the Artemis rocket was delayed. Um, I guess maybe um, the moon wasn't quite right for them. Um yeah, what do you think that? What do you think that's about? Of course, I don't know if you saw. I, I did a um, a duet. There wasn't really a duet. Um, was it uh, over the the NASA Challenger disaster? Um, my buddy Max Powers. I guess he's uh, he goes his at is Parasite TV. Man, he's got he's. His videos are great, um, but that Challenger video is is, is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, we should talk about the Challenger thing. That's that's a pretty amazing thing. It's um, as I said, I, I don't know who how old everybody is, but for me in my generation, well, I guess I mean it was a whole generation. I mean, so I was I was in second grade, and they made such a big deal about the Challenger um, when I was a kid. And of course, I don't even know how often, how often they actually went up in space back then, or went went up in space. Like who knows if they were going up in space? But you know, back then they made such a big deal about that that teacher was going up. And so yeah, I remember as a kid, and it's like that's back when they used to have like the little AV room, and they used to wheel the TVs on in the carts into the classroom, and all those little kids would would stand there and be like, oh look, the space shuttle's going up, and then it went it went up. And then it came back down. And, um, yeah, it was, um, I don't even know what I was really thinking. It was just like, wow, that was, uh, (laughs) that was interesting. Of course. Yeah, that was a, that was a wild time. And I remember, yeah, my dad, I was talking to my dad about it recently. And he was saying that, yeah, like how they kept on replaying the, um, I guess the teacher's parents that were in the stands watching it. And, um, yeah, and I guess she's okay. I wonder if she called them afterwards. Don't worry, I'm fine. Actually, I just got my doctorate. Um, but you know, what? I'm gonna have to lay low for a, for a few minutes here um, until <laughs> the till the heat dies down a bit. But yeah, that is um, that is an insane story. Yeah, the teacher thing. The, the teacher like the teacher thing made it so big. Um, yeah, it was just I can't. It, I need to actually go. I mean, I'm not, I'm going to give my my boy my boy credit. Like I said, I guess I got to trust but verify. But I didn't I didn't really look into it too much. But um, it was funny. My dad, who he hates all these NASA things. He's going to watch this later. He might be watching right now. He hates all of this uh, the questioning of NASA stuff because yeah, the space the space program was such a big deal in this country for for so many years. And um, but it was funny when he got to the part in the video when it said that. Uh, the, the the two the two astronauts both had twin brothers 
<laughs> he was just like, he was just like, oh, I don't like this. And I just was, I was laughing. I, I was just like laughing. Oh, I was like, yeah, that seems hard to believe. You know what I mean? Like this seems easily verifiable if, if they actually had twin brothers or not. But What was the, um, the one guy's company, Cows and Trees? Have you guys heard about that? You guys, is that what? What the heck did they sell? Um, yeah, that was crazy. Oh, so your friend friend works didn't ask, and they're like, "Why?" They're they're all wondering, "Why don't we go back to the moon?" And everyone's just like, "Oh gosh, stop talking about that." <laughs> it was funny. So my brother sent me the um, was it uh, the 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 clip of um. I forget what the guy's name was, but he was going around with the uh, with the with the Bible, and he was trying to get them to swear uh, swear onto the Bible if they went to, they actually landed on the moon. And of course, the of course the most the funniest one is when they get to Buzz Aldrin, and, I, and I'm pretty sure at this point Buzz Aldrin said more times that we haven't gone to the moon than we have because he he's he he's funny. Let's put it that way. He's he's funny. And what did he say? He basically says. Go ask Mission Control. He said, we were just, <laughs> what he said, we were just passengers. <laughs> and it was like, what? What do you mean you were just passengers? He was like, I was just, like, we were just along for the ride. We didn't know where we were going. Uh, we All we know is we ended up in the water at some point. It's like Buzz Aldrin, just, he's funny. He's funny is all. Um, and so this is the one thing that I think people have to square with them. It's like, especially when you have like, what is it, Admiral Byrd? who said a bunch of crazy, insane things, and uh, which may be true, we don't know. And then also like a guy like Buzz Aldrin, it's like, um, you know, he went crazy. Like, you know what I mean? So is that, is that what people just say, like, that he went crazy? Because, you know, then they used to make it a, you had to be kind of a squared away guy to, you know, to be an astronaut. Like, you know, they didn't just take anybody. Um, so what's the deal? <laughs> yeah, when he's talking about Conan O'Brien, he, he said all kinds of things that are just like, yeah, like if he's not if he's not telling the truth now, what like what's his deal? I've never heard any good explanation about it. Well, yeah, I think that they all they're all Masons, right? Oh, Admiral Byrd, Admiral Byrd is the one who did a lot of um, Shalom. He's the one who did a lot of exploring of the poles, you know. So the North, good evening, the North and South Poles. He Admiral Byrd. Of course, like a very highly decorated um, guy in the Navy, a pilot. Um, thank you. Yeah, so he's done. He he went to both poles, supposedly North and South Pole, and then he had this diary. And um, yeah, his diary is like you have to look into this. Um, you really have to look into this. And I'll, I'll, if anybody's curious about this stuff, I mean, of course, you probably find it on YouTube. Just look up Admiral Byrd and like the um, the Hollow Earth and all this kind of stuff. Um, but, uh, but I would say that a, a good documentary to do this, and I, I try to rep this as much as I can is the, um, is the, the hollow earth chronicles. And if, if you guys aren't familiar with Justin fall, the fall brothers, um, they do, uh, some great Christian, um, kind of like truth videos and, um, the hollow earth is my favorite one they did. But I mean, there's a lot of legends of like the hollow earth, it, you know, the other like religions, and what their mythologies about the, the hollow earth and what's in the earth. What is it like? Um, basically like Shangri-La and um, what's the other, the other, um, gosh, I'm, I'm, trying, I'm drawing a blank here. Um, 
but yeah, so they have, uh, but that one of the parts in the movie, the movie or the documentary, they talk about Admiral Byrd's diary about when he went over the poles and stuff like that. And of course, the stuff that's in there is insane. It's, I mean, put it this way, it's a pretty insane thing for it even to make up what he said. And he was talking about like, put it this way, Germans from the 30s having like UFOs down there. And he's talking about like meeting with the master, um, the ancient masters from the hollow earth and um, yeah, being different beings talking about like flying saucers. And he was talking about, I think I'm not sure if it was the North pole or the South pole when he basically said they got to a point where they got over the, the middle and it was, um, it got warm and there was like, animals and stuff like that and oh it's insane i mean like you said it's insane and and i mean again like this guy was like a this guy had like was decorated to the hilt he was like respectable guy and um and then one day so either so either he just went completely crazy or he's telling the truth and he's not he was he was not crazy so i mean it's hard to believe that, that the things he was saying was true but um but I mean, like, it's like, would a guy like that try to ruin his reputation um, for things that are not true? I don't know. Like, I don't know. Well, he might be, he might be, a sh- he might be a shill. But I mean, I guess the point is, is like, what would be the, what would really be the, um, the benefit to him to say these things? I mean, unless he got some kind of financial benefit to act like he's insane. But, but the, the thing is, like, the government tries to talk the, the stuff down. Like, there's, they try to say, oh, there's nothing. There's nothing interesting happening down here, down at the poles. Um, that's what I'm saying. But what, yeah, well, but yeah, what is he shilling though? That's what I mean. Like, I'm saying. I mean, put it this way. Like, I'm one of those people who says that the um, the hollow earth is biblical. I mean, so like, I don't know. Like, to the extent of how hollow it is, like, you know, we don't know. But I mean, like, obviously, Sheol's down in the earth, right? Sheol's down in the earth. We know that. We got angels that are chained up under the Euphrates, right? So there's, there's, that's two things about how we talk about a bottomless pit that's under Sheol, you know, so there's, so that's even, that's hollow in itself. You, you don't know if the earth is hollow or not. Well, first of all, we know there's caves that go down into the earth. I mean, how far do they go? We don't know. We know that, we know that there's dumbs, you know, so obviously it's hollow to a certain extent. The point is, it's hollow at some points. Like we don't know how hollow it is. I'm not saying it's a. I'm not saying it's got like a, you know, a ten foot crust and the rest of it's hollow. I mean, like who knows? Oh, we'll, we'll hope to see you back. But yeah, so like, so who knows how hollow it is? But we know that the Bible says it's hollow. Um, Jesus went down into the earth. You know, so that's that's biblical. Sheol's in the earth. We don't know how big Sheol is. Um, I do know that if you ever saw one of those uh, diagrams of what the earth looks like in your science class or geology we know that's a bunch of garbage because they could they would have no idea what the earth looks like in the middle like they have no idea like you know what i mean it's like so they show a crust and a mantle and a magma and a core and all that kind of stuff they don't know what it looks like in there i think that they say the russians um they drilled into the earth like years ago i think they went 20 something miles down into the earth and they said that there's more water there's more water under the earth where they got down to like an ocean worth of water, like more than the oceans of the earth. So think about that. So however much oceans on the outside of the earth, there's more than that inside the earth. 
Okay, so it's hollow, right? So that 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 would lead you to believe that it's hollow if all that water fits in there, right? So it's hollow if there's water in there. Okay, so that's so so at least that's that's scientific. I saw that he the 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 guy from the yeah he jumped off the um yeah he jumped off the 18th floor three sixes um is that normal for a guy who's got a successful job like that to jump off the top of a building um suicided maybe sacrificed i'm just asking i don't know i've got no inside information don't i do not know um but that's weird i mean i've always thought it was weird to be like you know what if you were going to I mean, let's not, let's not get too morbid here, but like, if you're going to kill yourself, would you really jump off a tall building? That's horrific. I mean, that's, that's, that's gotta be, you know, that's gotta be a last resort, you know, like you wouldn't do that. Right. So we got to guess your request. Hebrews, what do you want to talk about? Um, he was pushed. Did they say, is that, is that a assumption? I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. But uh, would, um, yeah, has, has that been, has anyone alleged that? No, no. So, yeah, so he just just decided to jump off an 18th floor. You want to talk about horses? <laughs> the horsemen of the apocalypse? Sure, we'll, we can talk about that if that's what you Yeah. He said the, his wife witnessed it. Oh, you there? You froze. Oh, you're back. What's up, brother? Okay, okay I'm here. I hear you. I hear you. Man, I've been watching your videos for a while. Talk about the universe. You really do. I want to just say that. So thank you for your videos, man. Um, yeah, you're welcome. Very welcome. And yeah, for anybody in the audience, I started researching what his claims were to, to see. Yeah, 616 was accurate on that red horse. Um, in the translation oh, yeah. originally being instead of, so it was it was interesting because I, I dove in on the white horse. Have you ever dove in on the white horse, the first one? Um, I, I was I talked about the white horse a little bit because um, we'll put it this way. I, I did a little video where I was talking about potentially that you know because I because I you know a lot of people believe that the white horse the the rider on the white horse is the antichrist and. Um, and so I was, and of course, it's my opinion that, um, or my my belief that Apollyon, Apollo, is the king of the bottomless pit. And I believe, if, and it mentions, I think, in Revelation, I think it's eleven, that that the beast that comes out of the pit is the is the Antichrist. So I so I, I did I did do a video about how it's saying like the the wider on the right ho- horse has a bow, Apollo has a bow. That's like his one of his main symbols. And it also says he's got a crown. And so, like, Apollo's got the laurel wreath, which is a crown. So I was like, okay, so, like, that kind of makes sense. So that, yeah, those, those, and so what I did what I did say about that was that, that you know, so Apollo is the, is the king of the bottomless pit, and he's the king over the locusts. And so the, uh, Apollo is actually the god of plagues. And so I was like, you know how he gets his plague out is, right. is, 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 is po- basically poison arrows. Right. See, you brought up that super good point about like the arrows and being pointy. Have you ever done the, the etymology on those three words, the the um, the bow, the crown and conquering? 
Yeah, I'm, you know what? I'll put it this way. I've, I've heard what people say, and they talk about Corona, and they talk about you know some of the other the other things about poison, right. and, and which and which could, could which could be true. Yeah, but but I would just I'll just say I'll just say this before you go too far into it that sure. I think that sometimes people like the Bible doesn't isn't like written like a um, it's not really like a code that's got to be cracked. So I mean, I, so I think sometimes when it says the guy's got a sword or a bow, I think it just means he's like you know. He's going to conquer, you know. Right. So it's like it's, it's it's. I think it is more yeah. akin to war than it is like some some secret. Like I think that's the the problem people do get in the revelation that they feel like it's a secret they got to unlock. It, it it is confusing, but it doesn't mean it's like it's not written in code. Yeah, I'm not even thinking about unlocking it. I'm I'm more thinking about like how the red horse, how you did did the red horse. Obviously, the white horse would be prior to the. To the red right. horse, and what was what was super interesting for me about that, not just the etymology and jumping into that really, so to speak, but um, the the last word there, um, conquer, also uh-huh. means t- TNT and explosive, right from the root from the root meanings, and so the interesting thing is, Kim Jong Un during Trump was on a white horse. Okay, and I have the picture of it. Oh really? And then the red horse came out as six one six when you did. So that's why I'm like mm-hmm. looking around for like this this black. I'm like waiting for the black horse to appear somewhere because I thought I could have sworn I heard. Um, I was working one morning out and 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 the, like the science can't explain this. I was working in the garden one morning, probably around nine forty five to like ten thirty in the morning, and I heard this like metal instrument playing. Uh-huh. And it was on a Wednesday a couple weeks a couple weeks back. And I was wondering what kind of instrument it was. And the first thought was like, is that the trumpet? And then, of course, you know, I started looking around. Oh, the clouds, the clouds, where is he? But the interesting part is I went to my friend's house. Now, I'm out in Massachusetts. My friend lives in New Hampshire. I saw him two days later, and he said he, he heard the same exact sound at the same exact time. And then my other friend from California heard the same exact thing on the same exact day. And we couldn't figure out what it was. Uh-huh. There was some metal instrument playing like a long, like thing. I don't know. I just think the black horse is coming, so I, I can't wait to see what if you wind up uncovering anything on the uh, on the black oh, well, horse. Well, put it this way: it's funny because like at the beginning of the year, I mentioned something about the black horse, and so this again, this is actually I'll just be perfectly honest. Like, so there's a lot of things about Book of Revelation that's confusing, and when you hear about the horsemen, I think there's a there, I think in Zechariah they talk about spirits that are unleashed in the world, and so here, here's here's the 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 maybe to the word of caution on those things. Where I found, you know, one thing I found kind of interesting is you, like we know that the Book of Revelation is not written in chronological order. At least most people should know that it's not. Um, so the one thing I find kind of interesting is like so when the when Antichrist gets unleashed, like in Revelation um, nine. And so then 914 is four angels are let loose from under the Euphrates. So I, I, was, I, I was starting to wonder, like, you know, it's almost like uh, it's like, the, you know, talks about the restrainer. It's like, is the restrainer the one who lets the angels out from under the Euphrates? You know, because it's like and then if you really think about it, right. that's four angels. It's like, could those be the four angels of the horsemen of the apocalypse? Maybe. Now, now that's just that's just a just a just the due diligence that that's possibly true. Um, so maybe that's well, maybe it's something that it gets let to, out, like right. You know what I mean? Something sorry, gets let sorry, out. Right? But, 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 but I've had this. But, but I've had this thought for a while that 
at least that this is what been my opinion for a while about what it means is that that the horsemen are let out like sometime during the birth pangs to like usher us in to the tribulation you know so like this is like the you know the spirits are unleashed and it's like you know because obviously there's we know there's specific timelines like when the when antichrist goes into the temple the abomination of desolation happens you have 1290 days and then it says 1335 days is like blessed the one who who like who's faithful until then so i think so that's a that's a clear timeline but leading up to that like the birth pangs we don't know how long it takes so i've so i've often wondered if possibly like the horsemen are getting let get let out and they are kind of ushering in all these things so like I guess the one thing to, to oh, is always to say is like the, if if John is seeing this 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 vision from heaven, we know time works differently there. So like so maybe he's not seeing he's seeing things kind of in a broad perspective that we don't see. Well, yeah, wouldn't wouldn't that be just in the later books in Revelation? Like I, the my understanding was like the first what was it seven or nine chapters in in Revelation were basically a worldly view on those events that happened, and then. From um, no, 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 because no, because and, on is the, no, is the no, I think, where, let me know. well, let me look it up real quick. I think we should just talk. We, we, we should be the Oh, go ahead. Yeah, well, no, okay. you, you have finished what you're saying. I'll just look it up real quick. Just see, see where, um, where, the, where it yeah, starts to like, around. The, the reason I started thinking that is because basically, from from like Revelation, was it chapter two, chapter three? They're talking to the churches of Asia. Well, okay, so, like, so, wait, about about so, so you, you have the, the chapter one. John sees a vision. He's he's obviously seeing Jesus, so I think you believe he's in heaven. And then he has a message. Chapters two and three is a message to the churches. Jesus' message. But then right. chapter four, right away, it goes into heaven. So now he's in heaven. And so he's seen the throne in heaven. And so, so you have the throne in heaven well, and and then you have then well, you're to, in to chapter honest, five. Chapter five's in heaven. I've seen that from a worldly view though. I've I've seen that my myself. Like I've seen the kingdom my, myself um when when i got closer and closer well, clear, to no, clear, no, well, put it this way clearly know. clearly four and five they're in heaven this is he's seeing the things from heaven okay. so that's why so okay. chapter six is all the seals popping so all the seals so right. like so by the time you get to the end of chapter six you've had the sixth seal so yeah so then it hops back you know so it continues to hop back so obviously when the sixth seal hits that's the second coming of christ so that's way far right. into the book. So that's the par- so, the parallel chapter to that would be like chapter nineteen. So yeah, so it it does so, hop back and forth. Here's a question that I guess I have for you. So like you know, whenever I talk to other Christians, I I'd love to get your opinion on this. Uh, you know, whenever I talk to anybody who who follows and reads, you know, they always say God never changes. He's always the same in the past as he is in the, you know today, and he, he never changes. Right. He's always well. That's what he, that's what the Bible says, right? Right. Right. And so my thought was this. Why is and maybe you'll have a good good understanding to be able to answer this, but why is revelation different than every other thing that happens in the Bible? And what I mean by that is like when I take a look at Noah, like this this whole pre-trib, post-trib, mid-trib, whatever trib they want to try to push as a as a doctrine. When I look at like Noah, he was present on the earth during God's wrath. Right, he was protected from it, but yeah, he, but he, he was protected 
same through it, but right, yes, same he thing was with, there. Was right, there. same same thing. Yep. With, same thing with Lot. Right. So same thing. So why can't the seals and the vials and all this stuff happen simultaneously all at the same time? And those that are in Christ still being protected from it. Why, um, why well, does it have well, to be this whole slicing and dicing of revelation to figure out something? Well, I think we'll see. I think the thing is, well, first of all, I don't think that revelation is, I mean, revelation is, is, is different that it's, it's the one thing that's different is it hasn't happened yet. So like, so if you see like, right. if you see some of the prophecies, <laughs> If you see some of the prophecies, like in and like leading up to the uh, the captivity, like the way it's like I said, if that's I think that's the best way to look at it because sometimes you see like how the prophetic and obviously John's writing in the prophetic, so it's like that's why some of it is a little bit like it's it's kind of hard to see. But like I said, but you can see like you can see where it hops back and forth because it goes up to heaven and then he's he's got the perspective from the earth and like I said, and I from the earth and like I said, and I. Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, what's that? I didn't mean for the background noise. Uh, so what I was saying is that. Uh, so what I was saying is that. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm here uh, myself. I'm, I'm here myself. Oh, you are. Let me jump out and come back in then. Yeah, that's messed up. Yeah, that's messed up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was annoying. I guess I'll finish what I was saying. That so apparently so you have different perspectives of the same things. Okay, let's see. He's coming back in. Let's see if this works. All right. Try again. He's coming. Perfect. Can you hear me now? Yeah. How about you? Can I hear myself though? Uh, okay. Okay. We're good. Okay. What I was saying I is that <laughs> what, I think, I, I think sometimes I think that sometimes people do get the book of revelation is not easy to understand. Cause I think there's, cause there's overlap. There's overlap between the seal. Just think I always thought about like this. If you had a if you had a scroll and you rolled a scroll up right, and you had seals down the down the seam of the scroll right, so if you started popping this, if you started popping it, like you'd open up part of it and you might see parts of the other parts. You know what I mean? Like where you wouldn't see the whole. You just you're not seeing the whole thing. It doesn't mean it's in chronological order when the seals are popping, because you're not seeing you're not you don't see the whole scroll until the whole thing's open. So I think it's like so that's maybe a little bit confusing, which it is. And then I said so obviously then you have you have trumpets. I think the bowls are after the bowls are the bowls are raft. And I believe that after. So I think that's the clear, divi- the clear dividing line in the, in the book really is, is when you have the sixth seal and Jesus comes back and then it's, you have, you go from like the persecution of the church, uh, the antichrist, the tribulation, and then you have the wrath of God. Right. And that's just, that's, that's the clearest way to like to 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 point out. And like I said, really, really the easiest way to understand it is is just read Matthew twenty four because Jesus lays right. it all out right in a row. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's, it's it's not confusing when he says it because he actually says he he lays it out in order. Now, so I think you the real clear things is to know is like here's you take the you take your Matthew twenty four timeline, you kind of put your big bullet points there, and then you kind of like fit in the other things. And no, so no, this may ask if I believe in the pre trib. No, like I said, because if you read Matthew 24, there's no pre-trib. He just says, because he because he literally talks about directly after the tribulation, those days, the sun will go black, the, you know, the right. moon turns to blood, the heavens yeah, shake, exactly. and agree. the Son of Man comes on the clouds. He and says he that does that. Mark and Luke. Yeah, and so yeah, so he does that, and when he says about that, he says he comes back for the benefit of the elect, because he says because if he didn't, there would be no one left. So obviously he's coming back for the elect. 
you know, he comes back then. And then, of course, like I said, that's when you have the um, the wrath of the lamb. That's so, the that's the wrath that, that we're not appointed to. God's you, wrath. You had mentioned something earlier about being taken captive or something. Um, taken captive. Um, yeah, I might have so, said that um, that I might have been talking about the. Oh, in the captivity, uh, the captivity yeah. of, yep. um, of of Babylon. Uh, yeah, of like uh, Israel being uh, taken to to Babylon. To, yeah, to you know, like all so- right. So check this out. This was your video inspired me. I wanted to share this with you. So it's kind of cool that I get to okay. share it with you on live. So your video of the Hoover Dam totally. I don't know why I watched your video and it made me think of our one dollar bill and I was like, wait a minute, because oh yeah, it was yeah. There's, at okay, the very at the very end of your video uh, on the Hoover Dam, you were you were uh, basically explaining that it said they died to make the desert bloom. Yeah, with the sacrifices right now, for whatever reason, the the, the thought in my head was like desert, desert. What is in a desert? Pyramids. What was what was pyramids egyptians captivity they were you know israel was taken captive for 40 years so i was like wait a minute pyramids desert desert make the desert bloom our dollar bill has a has a pyramid on it with the all-seeing eye and then i like zoomed in on the all-seeing eye and there's a number at the bottom of the pyramid and for whatever reason i i don't normally do um the gematria at all for from anything Mm. and i was just like led to just do Gematria here, there's one big number and it's MDCCLXXVI. And for whatever reason, it's I was told to just do the etymol, the um, rather the Gematria on the whole number and then to split the XXVI and, and then add them together and get the Hebrew root and the the um, Greek root and take a look at it. And it it's pretty amazing what it says on those roots. It, it's an Egyptian word meaning to make the knee bow to bow the knee, to make different by force, implication, valor, physically, spiritual, or eternal ruin or loss. That's what that number is on the bottom of our pyramid. It's crazy. I, I would totally send you the picture if I knew how to get in touch with you to send you the picture. Well, you could, um, <laughs> if, if there's one way you can always uh, send me stuff is like, I don't know why TikTok is so weird with that, but like follow me on Instagram and uh, you can send me stuff through that, through that oh, app. Okay. You can send pictures and stuff like that. But yeah, cool. yeah, go ahead. Yeah, well, there's one. Of course, there's one, there's some interesting stuff about that, like what you said. Of course, that um, for one, that uh, so the man who created the uh, the the damn angels, uh, that was gosh, gosh, why am I? I'm trying to, and I'm like having a real brain fart this weekend. Um, but the man, yeah, put it this way: the man who who did the uh, the statues for the for the angels on the on the Hoover Dam, he's the one who he's one of the the ones who said that. The Hoover Dam is like he likened the Hoover Dam to the pyramids. And what I found that was very interesting is that he like that. I think most people kind of just like the normie view would be like, oh, well, they're big, lots of concrete, probably really heavy. But I thought one thing I found fascinating about that was like that. You know, and my buddy Luke Caverns was in here and we talked about this is that the pyramids were like they say they were tombs, but they didn't find the, they, those, the real big ones. They didn't find any mummies in them. And they're just weird. Like, you know, they're so dense, like almost like a dam would be. And so I think it's, I think it's kind of, did he say that in the way that possibly he's talking about that the pyramids were energy conductors some way in some way too. And then like the, like the, like a hydroelectric dam. Well, if you really think about it, if, if 
the Hoover Dam was making the desert bloom. What does he mean by that? Because obviously we don't see a lot of vegetation there. Does he mean Las Vegas? You know, is that the, you know, all the electricity going to Vegas, you know, the desert blooming with lights and in Sin City. So obviously what could, you know, it, it makes more sense that those, those pyramids had some practical use to them. They weren't just gigantic. Um, oh yeah. There's a bunch know. of research on that too, where they, where they were conductors and in, in basically like battery storage and, and sending, sending the voltage out for lighting and stuff. Well, I think it's a, what well, it's interesting. Cause you have like, what I think they talk about it's the King's chamber. So there's like the King's chamber and it's like all this yep. granite. And then you right. have all these, you have these different shafts going like, up, you know, up two ways and down one way. And it's like, if you can imagine if there was like a machine in there, it was like some kind of turbine or something that turned, you know what I mean? That, that something happens. I don't know. Something turned a thing that was in there. Yeah. I forget what I it was. Know, they found that seems, some stuff in that lower chamber that did that, that, that they're yeah, speculating well, that did it anyways. Oh, well, of course that's, I think that's what we were saying. Like that if they ever did find anything like that, I mean, there's not, um, there's no way they would have told us about it. I mean, I think that, I think that's the whole idea of like the secret society stuff is the fact that they're not telling us if they found anything in there. That's why that that's the knowledge. They're not, that's the, that's the knowledge. That's the power that they're, that they are kind of lording over us that, um, yeah, we don't, we don't know it. We don't know all the deal is, but I do know that that inscription, they died to make the, the desert bloom. Well, here's the thing that I, I don't know if anybody, if anybody followed the Hoover Dam video, the interesting part about it was, is that, okay, so, the two people who died, who bookended, and I, I was so mad that I, I found this out after I made the video, that it was a dad and a son, um, J.G. Tierney and um, Patrick Tierney. They both died on December 20th, whether it was 13 years apart or 14 years apart. They were the first the first and the last who died at the dam. Right. And so then you find out they died, both died on, died on a December 20th, which is right in the middle of Saturnalia. So Saturnalia to the Romans was obviously... Worship of Saturn. Then right. I told you, like the, the angels are on the black cubes. On those black, the black cubes. Of, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the black cubes of Saturn. And then you have a star map uh, de- depicting the time the dam was dedicated. So the, te- the dam was dedicated on 1935 at 9.30 a.m. So 9.30, so the, the 9.30s obviously means something. Right. And so... So then you realize, so time, Kronos. So Kronos was was uh, what he was called to the Greeks, Saturn. So father time, they have a time, they have a star map. And then, so if you look closely at this, and if, if you guys haven't take, taken a close look at it, I actually, I literally found like some tarot card making the same hands. Like the, there's a person holding the hands up like this. And if you look up what's oh, over wow. over top of the um, the person, you have like the person's like in the water, half submerged in the water, and you have a storm. You have lightning bolts coming up over the head, and they literally have um, stalks of grain, like uh, wheat, like wheat above the the person's hands. Oh, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. So, so if you look, if you look up Saturnalia, it was it was literally Saturn was a, was a god of agri- agriculture, and so they sacrificed. I mean, I mean, I don't know if they sacrificed just kids or full-grown people to Saturn to make the desert bloom. So, I mean, you got, I mean, so like to me, you don't get much more clear than that. They said they died to make the desert bloom. They died right in the middle of Saturnalia. This is the agriculture God. They got wheat over these person's hands. I mean, how much wheat is the Hoover Dam responsible for? 
Does anyone have a clue? And any, I don't know. I guess the point is like, I don't think it's known for that. And, um, so to, so to me, when I found that out, it was like, Oh gosh, that's, I mean, it was, it's a chilling inscription. And I just said, just from, from over a hundred men dying in a construction project, like to be, to be, uh, referred to in that sort of way. Like I said, it's like, I've worked on construction projects where people, people have died. You would never talk to, you would never talk to, talk about somebody like that. Like, like this project couldn't have been finished if they wouldn't have died. You wouldn't right. have said that because right. that's a tragedy, right? You would say that that was a tragedy. The dam could have been, next time we're going to try to build something without somebody dying. Right. We're exactly. not going to say, we're not going to say they had to die so this could happen. Yeah. So there, um, I don't know if you've checked out any of the videos, but there's a bunch of videos on like the Great Pyramid um, and like the electricity like theories and how it worked and stuff with inside pictures and like video footage and stuff like that. But you're right too. I agree where that, that secret society probably took a bunch of stuff out that we won't know about. Um, but there's, there is a bunch of videos on, on the theories on it, on how they used to harness electricity and all that. Yeah. I've been, and I've been, and I've been meaning to try to get some of them of that. Cause I've done enough stuff on like the ar- architecture. I've seen people send me videos about like um, the free energy concept and like, the idea that the the pyramid the great pyramid was on like the 30th uh like latitude or parallel and there was oh. some kind of magnetic property in that well, in that um here, thing here was like said, which here, is, i mean I, to me which actually i think that was a test that was a tesla theory and actually it makes a lot of sense because you realize that like there is electricity all around us we've got electricity in us right. so right i mean like i think that there are, the, the idea that there could be you could pull electricity out of the atmosphere um, from mag, you know, from magnets and stuff like that. I that seems oh, like likely. I, I'm an electrician, and, and and you can do that. Yeah, like you, I said, I, can, yeah, I, believe, I believe it. But but I guess if you really think about it, and this is, and I guess this is when you get into the cons- conspiracyville, is that what there's always been that the meme about the guy. And I'm not saying it's a meme because it's not true. About the guy who made the the engine that ran on water, and if you really think about it, obviously. And this is this is probably why green energy will never work because too many people make money off fossil fuels for it to ever, you know what I mean? Like if you could ever, if they could ever give you access to like energy that they didn't have to charge you for, like how many people would not be as rich as they used to be? Exactly. And like rich, the rich men are not going to let that happen. So like if you could, if they knew how to pull out energy just from the air, you know, they're not going to, they're not going to give that away. Are you crazy? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that wouldn't happen. Not, not in this world of greedy men. No way. Mm, yeah, no. <laughs> and if if renewable energy was the right thing to do and um, it was efficient, which it's not, I can tell you, you they burn more fossil fuel worth of um, uh, pollution by producing them and then putting them on the boats to ship them halfway around the world back to the to our country. They actually waste, I think it's like, Three almost three times the amount of fossil fuels and than what the the energy um, that will be produced by these um, whether they're wind turbines or solar, so they're not actually saving anything. And if they are, how come all of the people in Congress aren't driving electric vehicles for the government? How come our, we don't have an electric tank? How come we don't have an electric F F sixteen? How come we don't have all this electric stuff that's supposedly right? Good, you know. But well, that's the, on that's, the, that's the one thing. That's the one thing when it comes down to it. I, and this is and this is something I've I've wondered because I just thought like 
okay, just think about just your basic electric car. And I could be wrong about this. I'm just, I'm just kind of like most things I'm kind of riffing here. Just wondering, quite asking questions. It's like, to me actually makes more, a lot of sense to have, to, to really perfect the hybrid car because a little bit of like, you know, if you had a, 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 a small, a, a small motor that could, could, could keep the battery charged, wouldn't that be more efficient than plugging your car in? You know what I mean? Like you could probably make that clean enough where you could, you could power the in, you know, power the thing. And obviously we know that, uh, electric, electric cars have, can get up and go real quick, which is oh, a good yeah. thing, you know, which, which actually makes them appealing, right? You know, that you have all the supercars that have those things that go like, you know, you can just punch it and they just go like, not like they don't have to wait for the, um, the pistons yeah, and all that stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that, so that actually makes to me, but I, but honestly, I don't think that they they're concerned about making things more efficient for us. I think that, I think a lot of it's about control. I, I remember somebody saying that same thing, like during all this like high high, high gas price thing, they were saying that like what? they were they, like uh, they're like, do they expect us to buy seventy thousand dollar cars like a car electric car? And I was like, no, they don't. They expect you to not to drive less. You know, I think that that's like that's your um that's their straw man where it's like, well, we're trying to go to all this electric stuff. They don't want us to have access to be able to drive across the country and have freedom to free reign of everything. That's why they say, Oh, we want you to move to electric cars. And then they tell you, you can't charge them all the time. And then the charge is like very limited. You can't go like they don't, they, they want to control us. So they don't want, they, that's uh, a, like I said, that's an, that's an excuse. And it's always been an excuse where it's like saying, you know, we want all this green stuff. Meanwhile, the people who are saying those things, they're not going to ever do without. They're going on their yachts. They're taking, they're taking, they're, you know, they're jet setting on private jets. They're going eating all, they're going to tell us to eat bugs. They're go over here eating like, you know, what Kobe beef and, you know, <laughs> like all kinds of just, you know, luxuries out the wazoo. Well, but you yeah. know what they want us to do is, is stay home, eat some bugs and shut up and you know stay on your your phone right if you if you also have if you think about it for just a moment with the electric car all right you, you're making a cross-country trip you know you're you're on a six lane you know five lane highway um whether you're on the east coast or the west coast whatever and you notice okay i need to get charged soon so you stop at the nearest charge station slash gas station and you notice there's like four people in front of you at the line on the line that are waiting mm -hmm. and all the electric charging stations are taken. Uh, well, you're going to be there for the next like six hours trying to charge. Right. Your vehicle. That's one thing. Yeah. So, real quick, just back to interesting point for you for the uh, great pyramid. If you look up and just whatever, do a quick Google search and look at what the North coordinate is for the great pyramid of Giza. Uh -huh. And then look up what the speed of light is. Okay. See, the exact same thing. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, well, I'll put it this way. That I think there's I think there's one thing that is very apparent. Whoever built the pyramids knew the stars well. They knew a lot, they had a lot of knowledge about the, the size of the earth, the dimensions of things. And um yeah, and I think that of course, like I said, I'm I'm of the belief that that those things were pre-flood. Um they they came before the deluge. They were fallen angel technology. I mean, did the fallen angels help them build that stuff or did they just give them the knowledge? I don't know. But I guess the point is like, we don't know how they built those things, how, how they knew what they knew. Um, 
you well, know, who knows? The earth in those days, right? What's that? I was well, saying. They, they, well, they, I guess. It, oh, were there were there giants? Yeah, there were definitely giants. I guess. Well, there were giants after the right. flood too. So, I think that right. there was definitely. Put it this way, I don't know exactly what was built after the flood, but I think there's there's some clear things that I think were built were were just strange. In you know that obviously there's no there's nothing to say how they build these things. Like I said, all the all the explanations are 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 crazy. Um, or just ridiculous is what they are. And I think that there was, there must've been something that was a little more tech before the flood that they didn't have after the flood. Um, was that, I mean, cause I, I think it was more than just big giants or whatever. Uh, so I don't, I don't, I really don't know um, to be perfectly honest. You know, one thing I wanted to go back and, and say something about uh, that we talked about earlier. Cause you, cause you came in here and wanted to talk about the, um, yeah, the, the horsemen. Go ahead. Sorry, man. Okay. So, I, oh, so what I was saying is, so I did a video um, earlier in the year about like the war in Ukraine, inflation, you know, the, the, uh, Ukraine and, um, and Russia are like the bread bowl of the world. You know, like, I think like, I can't remember how much percentage of the grain comes from like 40% of the world's grain comes from, you know, that from there. And so then you had the gas price, you had inflation. So I think in, you know, the black horse talks about, you know, a denarius for, um, you know, like a loaf yeah. of bread, like a day's wage for like bread. And right, so yeah. then you have the bread, you have the bread, you have the war. Um, and then you all, you, so, but what I heard, to, what I read today. Okay. So then you had all the food, fa- you know, all the food factories catching fire and all this stuff, all this crazy, crazy stuff happening at the same time. They yep. t- they've talked about food shortages. So that's continued. Like that's, that's not stopped. It's only kind of going to get worse. And the one thing that I would say, so I saw, I saw this on the news, which I thought was significant over. If you go to the old Twitter machine and it said in the news trending topics, it actually says India may limit rice exports. There it is. So check that. So it's to talk about that. So you have wheat shortages, rice shortages, and I eat a lot of rice. So I eat a lot of rice. It's, it's and they said, yeah. So, so India obviously exports a ton of rice. Yeah, like, they do. Like, like, to, like, or should I should I should say tons of rice. And so, if they're limiting their thing, and I think my brother looked back up, um, you know, kind of recently, we talked about the black horse stuff before, um, and he was talking about like Egypt was no longer like exporting grain, you know, they're importing it. And so, of course, you you can't you can't help but think that like not see the parallels of the story of Joseph and them preparing for the seven years of famine. And of course, then when you think about seven and seven and like the, you know, a lot of people talk about the seven years of the, um, the tribulation. Oh, got the cowboy right. hat coming in here. <laughs> yeah. So you have, um, so you have that. Thank you. So yeah, you have, uh, you have all these things colliding at the same time. And it's like, I mean, it's going to get to the point where like inflation continues to increase, you know, food shortages. I mean, so at some point it's going to be, I mean, I mean, I guess the thing is like, it's not, it shouldn't be the litmus test. shouldn't be America for like a day's wage for, for grain. It should be for the rest of the world or maybe for the middle East region, because that's probably a lot of the. It's coming soon to, to everywhere because all we have to do too is look back even just in our own history. So 
I don't want to say the name, but we understand what happened in 2020 with the worldwide shutdown and what happened. Well, if you rewind time and go back 102 years, you have the Spanish flu pandemic where I mean, pandemic, sorry, where it was mask everybody up. The world economy was shut down. Major inflation lead, led to the Great Depression. The interesting part is if you go 102 years again before that, you have the cholera pandemic. It was it's it's like my grandfather could have warned us about the Great Depression. He grew he was 10 years old during that. Uh -huh. But that generation's gone. And why does well, why is there a worldwide pandemic every 102 years? <laughs> probably because these people playing in centuries and decades. And, <laughs> right, right. I mean, I think I think a lot of the, you know I think a lot of these things and it, you know somebody made a point and I think they were making it in almost the opposite way that I would have taken it that. There's a lot of signs that are biblical of the birth pangs, you know. So you have all these things that kind of like, where it's where, to me it was almost like, a, almost where God was saying, no generation has a has a an excuse not to look into that these things might be happening or to consider that these signs are are being fulfilled. These pro prophecies are being fulfilled. Like I mean, we let's just say it always takes a little bit of you know humility and just say I'm not sure, but this lines up with this and it's right. it's that faith that we walk in without complete sight of of the circumstances so i think that these things have always been happening but obviously you know it's sooner now than it was then and i think and that, of course the one thing one of the, one of the prophecies that had not been fulfilled is like israel becoming a nation again and um yeah so like so obviously the more th and, and of course now we have access to like the idea of a mark of a beast is very you know, it seems very real now. There's, they got all the technology to do it. Um, you yeah, just think about just like the, I, I was saying like for a while, I, I, th I thought about the social credit scores merging with some kind of tech where they could say, if you don't meet this so certain social credit score, you can't use your bank account. You can't buy anything. So, I mean, like that, you know, I can't, how can anyone argue that that's not a real possibility because they're doing it in other countries. And obviously the more they, they were saying at the World Economic Forum that saying that they are going to be able to track every transaction. I mean, like, there you go. That has that ever been able to be done before now? And I would say the answer is no, it hasn't. But now it's now it's very real. It's a re very real possibility. And like somebody somebody said in the comments that that this digital currency be be happening by December. Mm -hmm. Now I don't know where they exactly where they get that information, but. I, I'm one of those people have, who have, have thought for a while that this fall, something's going, some, it, it wouldn't take much to knock this, you know, this rotten house over of like something happening that like, you know, depending on like it's a cyber attack, it's some kind of other thing. It's, you know, like another pandemic. And yeah, times are so turbulent. You could really see something like a shift another shift like like the the full shift over into whatever the the new normal whatever the new normal is yeah the new normal well when it comes to the you know the seals in revelation 6 obviously and the horses and, and so on and so forth when we get to the sixth seal that's when the sun and the moon go dark which we can reference back to you know matthew 24 like you were saying and so we go back to like the prophecy of daniel and look in, into that you know, about the 70th week and 
you know, what is it? One of the things like a third of the population is supposed to go, right? And then a third of the sea and then so on and so forth. My, you know, everybody that I've ever talked to always kind of thought like, oh, well, there's 7 billion people. So it's like 1.3 billion people have to, you know, they all have to die for that to be fulfilled. But the question that I guess I had for you is if we go back biblically, just speaking with Adam, God said if he ate from the tree, he will die. But he lived to be mm-hmm. 930. He was spiritually dead. And we know this too from Jesus, who, who when he told Mark, you know, Mark, come follow, or no, sorry, James. He said to James to come follow him. And James said, let me bury my father first. And he looked at James and said, well, let the dead bury the dead. So that, I mean, I don't know what can be proven or not proven as far as scientifically speaking, but I guess I'm referencing to the to the DNA changing thing that we've taught that we know happened throughout the last couple of years here that were given to people. So the question I guess I have is, could they be spiritually dead because it's altering that that uh, genetic code? No, see, I, well, I'm I'm one of those people who don't who don't believe that's true. I mean, I I don't I don't doubt that they could. I, I don't I don't doubt that that people's uh. Hello, I don't doubt that that the DNA has been manipulated with in the past couple of years, but, but I would say this, that, you know, I know some Christians who've taken it and like, and I, and I'm pretty, they still have the Holy spirit, you know, they, they still have the fruits in their life. So it's like, so I don't think that, yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I, I don't put it this way. I've, I've thought for a while that that could be a precursor to something else, but yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I see no, I see no evidence that it, that it is something that could lead somebody where they could not choose Jesus now because, I mean, if any, if anything's proof is, I think I've seen a lot recently of people who actually waking up who have, who did, um, you know, they have regret about what they did. And, and I don't think they did, you know, it's not like they can't choose right now. Like, so I think there's obviously everybody has access to choose Jesus, whether they, they had him before or they choose him again. I think, I think a lot of people, I mean, see, put it this way. Some people are, are, our hearts are getting hardened and some people are actually, you know, changing their minds. So I think obviously the, the free will still exists in for for all people right now. Right, right. No, that's good. Cool, good point. Point taken. I appreciate it. No problem. But anyways, uh, yeah, if you want to, you know, shoot another question in the text thread. But uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna see if anybody yeah. else wants to come on. Or I'm gonna Holy just. Uh, Thanks for the time. Yeah, man. Please. Good. Yeah, good talking to you, man. Yeah, you too. Nice to meet you. Yeah, God. God bless. God bless, brother. Oh yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so I was reading into the, I was reading some of the stuff on here and we, before that we we got to talking about, um, the, uh, the challenger disaster and did anybody catch the video? So, so like I said, I'm sure I've heard a lot of people say the same thing about my videos. I tried to duet, um, uh, my buddy Max's video, Paris, Parasyke TV. He's got a, some wild conspiracy stuff. He's, he's really good. Um, but I tried to do it. So I actually had to like cut his video up because it was like, it was muting part of the video. Like it was getting out of sync. And of course it still was out of sync, but I, um, but I, I had to, I had to share that video he had about the challenger thing where it's like, you know, basically it sounds like everybody's alive who, um, who was in the challenger disaster, which, um, should be impossible, but, um, they all have twin brothers or they, they all have lookalikes with the same names. 
Um, that is some wild stuff. Some that's that's some wild stuff. Like I said, because if you're a kid of the '80s and you remember the Challenger disaster, that is a insane idea. That those, I mean, put it this way: it's like if they fake that, um, how could anyone think we went to the moon? Because, like, put it this way: what what was the motive? And I, I'm not even sure what the um, what the real motive was. If anybody actually had a, a good theory about the motive, my my motive, my theory was that possibly maybe this was like to say to give excuses why they weren't not trying to go back to the moon again because oh the certain things were so bad and it was just like i mean put it this way just think just think about the way we're we're taught how things have progressed in society where like we've had this linear like we're almost like at this 45 degree angle of society like gaining tech and like getting better at things meanwhile it's like we had all the, you know, you see all the early rocket stuff where it's like the, the rockets are exploding on the runway and stuff like this. But eventually we get to the point where in the late 60s, early 70s, we're going to the moon. And of course, like, like what did they say? How many times they say we went? Good amount of times we went up to the moon, supposedly. And then they stopped going. And then like 20 years later, like, yeah, 15 years later-ish, they they can't even get a a space shuttle like higher than an airplane before it blows up. Like what? Shouldn't they have got real? Be- like what were, what were what was the point? Like they said they had like a loose tile or something like that. Like how likely is that? You know, like they didn't check that. Like they didn't know they still have tiles coming off these things. I don't know. It's. To me, that's insane. I mean, of course, the, the idea that that's, that could happen, where it's like, oh, did you guys not check the shuttle before you send it up into try to send it up into into space? Uh, did you did you look twice? You know, did you like how many times did you look? It was like, oh yeah, I thought this guy was supposed to check those tiles. And of course, like I think in the video, it talks about that somebody actually said that at some about forty degrees Celsius, if this thing you're gonna have problems, and of course the thing blows up. And um, yeah, it's crazy. I, I I just I just don't even know what else to say about it other than just like, has anybody put it this way? Has anyone confirmed that, that all the things in that video were legit? I mean, I I trust my buddy my buddy Max, but I guess the point is like we should never trust. We should always do the same thing for me. Check the things I say in my videos. Like if you if there's kind, we want the truth, right? So we really want the truth. But if that's confirmed. That all that stuff in that video was true. That those guys supposedly had twin brothers that are not actually in their genealogies, and in those we have lookalikes that are the right age, the same names, um, slightly different. One guy's name was uh, what Dick, and then his name was Richard. <laughs> and it's like, come on now. Like, I mean, okay, so you have confirmed. Okay, so there you go. I mean, like, so. So what else does this say? It's like, did they fake that? What else couldn't they have faked? I mean, I mean, I guess really we're at the, we are at the point now where like you have to go back and look at all these tragedies with you know what was the like what who benefited from them? I think that's a good way to always start. It's like every, the world has always taught us this too: follow the money. So wh- who benefited when these things happen? And that's a good way to check out whether people would have a reason to fake these things. If somebody benefited, 
Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there's all kinds of things. And but yeah, I, I, I do find it interesting. And and probably if you think about it, so what was even like the um the movie Apollo 13? So here's the we can get into some NASA stuff for a minute because it's because it's always kind of funny to talk about their weird numbers. Oh, um, is it JPL's that the um what's his name? Uh oh, is it uh Oh, gosh, I'm drawing a blank again. Gosh, what am I? I'm completely losing it. Um, a Parsons, Jack Parsons, JPL. And so was 9-11. Oh, you know, you know the story about 9-11. We, we can get into 9-11 too. But I found it, I've, I found this interesting. It's like, so if you know the, the numbers, the gematria of all this stuff is the 11s, the magic number 11. Let's, let's just talk about the magic number 11 just for a minute. We'll hang on the magic number 11. So you have 9-11. So 9-11 is obviously that's a very significant day. The 11s continue to come up. We can talk about the 11s and the 9-11 thing. So what they said, so the buildings kind of look like an 11, right? The The first building that got hit was hit by Flight 11. Um, Afghanistan, New York City, and uh, the Pentagon, I think I'll have 11 letters. Um, what we had, uh, what was the other one? So you had... Was it 11? I think there was 11 terrorists, I think, supposedly. Uh, oh, you had, so September 11th is the 254th day of the year. So you had two, five, and four together, you get 11. It's There's also 111 days left in the year on after September 11th, which is like, and I believe there might even been one other, one or two other things, but it was like, put this way, it's like all kinds of crazy stuff. So then, actually, I was looking into this too, this recently too. So here's, here's another 11, 11 thing. So you had, so Armistice Day. Armistice Day was the day that the, um, the World War I ended. And so you had, um, it was, so this is, this is when they, they signed the Armistice to end World War I. They signed it on November 11th at 11 a.m. So 11, 11, 11. And so, so I saw, so somebody uh, I saw on uh, Facebook, they were, or uh, Instagram, I think. And so you had, um, what was it? They had a, this, there's this monument in, uh, in Arizona that it has like these five pillars and it, oh, wow. Well, that's a magic day. <laughs> I'll just say that's a magic day that you were born that day. And so they had a, they had these pillars, like different size, like kind of almost like, almost like the. The ones in um, in Georgia that, that came down, not by lightning, and uh, it, on a, on eleven eleven at eleven a.m. the sun shines down into them and it and it puts the seal of America on the on the ground, and that's how I figured this out. And apparently, I guess that's we turned that into Veterans Day, but it used to always be known as Armistice Day. But yeah, so you have all those elevens. Now back now we get back to. The, the space shuttles and all this, this stuff, the space program. So the number Apollo mission, of course, we have Apollo. And I, I, I always talk about Apollo 9-11. So you have 9-11. Apollyon is the king of the bottomless pit. And so the moon mission that they first went to land on the moon is Apollo 11. Come on. Apollo 11? Okay, so what? Oh yeah, well, I, I guess I should have mentioned that before. So 11... Lester Crowley, the wickedest man of, of all time or whatever, the wickedest man in the world, 
K is the 11th letter and he called K, he, he called 11 the magic number. So that's why if you ever see magic with a K on the end instead of a C, it's satanic. It's it's totally satanic when you see that. So just know that. That's real magic. Is is magic with a K on the end. And so yes, yeah, so that's 11th letter in the alphabet. And then so you start, you start to see the 11s all over the place. Even I made another I made another point where it was saying that um like I was looking at this Rolling Stone cover. Look at the cover of Rolling Stone, and the L's are ones. They're not. They're not L's. Nobody writes an L like that. It's those are ones. So they got they got elevens on them, and so it's like yes, you start to see the elevens all over the place in in our culture because these people believe this stuff. Like I said, whether you believe it or not, doesn't you know doesn't really matter. They believe it. You know what, Richard. You know, you don't have to listen to this. It's true, though. That's what I'm saying. You don't have to believe this. And obviously, you know, you're going to be blocked now because you're a bot. Um, yeah. So you don't have to believe this. The stuff that I'm telling you, you don't have to believe it. But I can show you that the people who are in charge in this world, the people who run this place, believe it. And, that, and that's an important thing to note when you... Like even when we're talking about like the black horse stuff, like the horse, the horseman. So everyone said like, you know, that a lot of people pushed back on me when I said that the Beyonce thing with the red horse, they were saying like, that wasn't a big, like how could Beyonce have any control over this? You know, like, like how could she ever control it? I guess the point, the main point being is that, that the people who are you know pulling the strings in this world are the ones who believe it. So if they show you some kind of, sign like that this this red horse is coming out like you should i mean it's pay attention i mean you like you see you don't have to believe that, that what they say is true but but at this point i i'm of the belief that these people who are who are the movers and shakers in this world who have real power are in contact with you know entities they're in contact with the principalities the powers the um you know the devil himself in, in some respects. And now do they communicate through them like physically? I don't know. Probably. I think some of them do. I think some of them literally know. I think some of them have, have literally seen the serpent. I, I believe that's probably true. Now, all of them? I don't know. No, I don't think. Well, no, I don't think they all have. The point is some of them have. I believe that that's why these people don't have faith. They've seen. They've seen and they've been given the things that they've asked for. So, when when they say this a certain date is significant, well, I, I believe it is, and that's why I've been saying this for a little while now, and I, and I continue to say this is that people talk about like, well, they, yeah, they could they could definitely be trying to mess with us too. That could be possible as well. But but what I was what I've really been seeing is is that um, like so everybody knows the term new age. They know they they're familiar with what new age like or maybe as a concept of what it is. But really, when it comes down to it, what you have is like you had a, you had the age of Pisces. And so now we've just moved into the age of Aquarius, in case anybody didn't know. Like so December 20th or the, the end of December in 2020, we moved into a new age. And so if you saw a shift to the new normal, right, that was everybody remember that that year. Like now you might know why it was so haphazard and it was like they were rushing to change things in our society completely point being is they believed it 
therefore this place changed, right? So if they put out a, some, you know, imagery of the queen, the queen bee on a red horse, well, take note, you know, just pay attention. I mean, I'm not saying you have to go run for the hills or be scared, but I'm just saying pay attention to what they do. I mean, what I'm really saying is put your faith in Jesus because these people serve the devil and he's the only one who can save you from them or the devil himself. You know, he's the only one who can save us from ourselves as well. So, yeah, some of them are God mockers. Some of them are doing things. But I, I believe that I believe they get real power from doing this stuff. I mean, they, the point is they don't tell us what they're doing for no reason. I believe it's maybe it's part of like the authority um, you know, structure of, of, you know, God's God's word is that he had, that they, they have to kind of tell you what they're doing. So, I mean, I think that's that's a likely possibility because that's why you see that's why you see it all over the place. That these people actually show you who they are. They tell you all the time. And now it's at this point, like there's no reason to doubt that they that is true. Um, now, of course, now are they right about some things? Maybe. But obviously, in the end, they're, you know, they're 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 betting on the they're betting on the losing horse. Put it that way. They're they're on the wrong they 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 put their money on the wrong white horse the wrong the wrong rider on the white horse they should have went for the rider on the white horse in Revelation 19 because he's the one who wins the one from Revelation 6 no he's going to get killed by the, the by the true rider on the white horse so that's why we don't we're not afraid of this stuff but you know that's the main that's the main lesson here but <laughs> we talk about back to the uh, back to NASA, you know, we have, uh, we have, so yeah, so, so the, so magic number 11 gets us to the moon, right? And then magic or, or not so unlucky number three. What's going on, bro? Yeah. Uh, number 13 is the one that they have problems with. Unlu- on 13 was lucky, right? It was just unlucky. <laughs> and it was funny if you watch that movie, Apollo 13, they kind of talk about people, people were bored with going to the moon at, in the early 70s. Can you imagine that was, that was a real thing? So we're talking about 50 years ago, they were bored with going to the moon. And now the Artemis, uh, the Artemis, the goddess of the moon uh, moon mission is going to get us back to the moon. Everyone's super excited about going. You know, it's almost like they're trying to go for the first time instead of, you know, the first time in like 50 years. <laughs> because it's not quite as significant, right? Because we've already been, right? Are they going to go over there and see the flag that we planted up there? I don't know. I mean, I guess I don't know. I guess I, I'm looking forward to seeing that. I'm, <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what I think the real mission was about, uh, putting a, a woman of color on the moon, possibly, you know, or a man. A man would be cool, too, or a woman of color. Anybody, a person. How about this? A person of um, of any color on the moon would be significant, I think. Um because I don't believe they went back when they said they did. Because the Challenger blew up and everyone's still alive that's on it. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's so, it's so hard to imagine that's that that's real life. But yeah, here we are. Everything's we've been lied to about everything. Hello, what haven't we been lied to about? I don't know. Oh, I know. Actually, I know right here. This is the truth. It's thick. So we got a lot of true things here. And this is how we know that this place is run by liars. Yeah. 
So that's that's what we know is true. And it can it continues to be proven true. And uh, yeah. So after that, it's like that's that's the whole that's the truth of the matter. But the rest of it is just like talk about like peeling an onion, right? Like we're like we are peeling back the onion. We're like, oh gosh, this thing stinks. I'm crying. But then it's like you keep going. It's like, man, this thing stinks. <laughs> this thing stinks. This thing is rotten in the middle. It's like everything that they've told us since we were kids is like it's all been, you know, it's all been we've been lied to so much. It's it. It's like, you know, it's like sometimes you think you can't be surprised anymore. And then and then we continue to be surprised. How come I never talk about the Jesuits? Well, like what specifically do you want me to talk about about them? I'm willing to, you know, I, 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 there's only certain topics that I, I research myself, you know, to a certain extent. I mean, I know, put it this way, I know a lot about a lot of things, not a lot. Well, man, I know, see, I know a little bit about a lot of things. I know a decent amount of certain things that I've been reading about lately. So obviously I stick to um, kind of what I know and I'm willing to, you know, hear somebody out. But what specifically would you like to talk about? Oh, the Matt. Well, put it this way, some of these topics, I mean, obviously for TikTok, you know, obviously we saw that but having Alex Jones recently, I'll say this, that there's an exponential amount of these things lately. And I would say that, yeah, that's not, um, everybody can speculate why that is, but, you know, I'm the one who, I said at some point, I don't know, like, who knows? Like, like, who really knows why these people do what they do? But I would have something to do with, put it this way, when I ever see one of those happen on the news, I look at the date and I see, I look for the details that, that, that show, that, that might have some clues of what's, what's going on. But like, I guess the main thing is like, I don't want to be ever so fa- far out in front of these things saying, oh, I know why they did it. Because I don't know that. And um, I'm not afraid to say that I'm, I don't know things. The point is, Christian, as we as Christians, we're, we're never going to know everything. That's the whole point. We walk in faith, and anybody who tries to tell you that you that like you can know it all, they're wrong. Like that, that'll lead you to some gnosis, some gnostic stuff. So it's like we walk in faith, and uh, there's certain things we won't know. But I got a pretty good idea, and I think that's it's easier to look backwards at the things that have happened as good indicators of what will happen in the future. I mean. Put it this way, I saw, you know, I saw somebody post a video that sent me about, like, we talk about the um, Catholicism for here for a minute, that somebody was saying that, what was it, the the people who had, like, treasuries and money outside, I guess they were, like, citizens of the Vatican, and they were being told to bring it back there. So, I have a feeling, obviously, we're talking about, um, well, thank you, we can always, we can talk about uh, my handsomeness on the on the live anytime. But no, we, they were talking about bringing their money back to the Vatican, almost like, like as we were saying, like the, the currency, you know, are, it's tenuous at, at best. Like what's going on with the currencies in the situation? Like who knows? Who really knows what's going to happen when, um, obviously I think something's going to hit, hit the fan here soon. And we could, we could, be, full on, we could be full on into like a, a digital currency situation in short order. Um, now I'm not making prediction on timelines on that stuff, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that's, I think it's likely. 
Oh, is it 922? You know, somebody was posting a video, and I don't know if anybody else has the um has the clue in on the 922 stuff. You know what? 922? Is that two 11s? 2-2? Two, 2-2, two? Two, 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 two. is it like four 11s? Mind blown. So yeah, I saw something about the like a 922 meme on these movies where it was like the end of the world. Has anyone else saw that? Gosh, um, a buddy of mine sent me that and I was like, huh. But I, I've been saying for a little while, I thought that there could be a um, no dates. I haven't had any dates in a while either. No, but I don't think, I'm not saying the world's going to end on 922, but I'm saying that when you start to see these predictive programming in these movies, they do it because... They, they they might have some inside information that we don't. Again, I'm not saying... So it's uh, September 23rd. Okay, so it's September 23rd. See, I I saw something about that and it was like... Maybe it was like on... It was like at 922 and they were counting down till the 23rd, which I guess 23 is like the number of death. Um, but again, I'm not telling anyone to panic. I'm just telling people to pay attention. I think the main thing that we can do is just look back and if we see any indicators for something, put it that way. That I mean, that's the like that was kind of my prediction of like the uh, that something was going to happen on June sixteenth was the six one six thing. I mean, some people told me I was full of crap, and I might be that the Beyonce thing meant nothing, but I thought it meant something, right? So I think it did. I don't know when when it, that's going to come to fruition, but. It's it's okay, it's all right. Um, so yeah, but I've but I have had the the thought that that something's going to happen this fall. Now, what is it going to be? I don't know. You know, but I have a feeling it has something to do with currencies, and so that's that's pretty crazy if they're saying that you, they need to have the currencies back in the Vatican, Vatican City. I guess they need to keep all their money uh, under the obelisks. They have all their ancient Egyptian stuff there, which I was just watching another video about that. Has anybody ever thought that it's weird that, um, that the Vatican city has a bunch of um, ancient Egyptian stuff. And you know, do they, do they, do they know that the ancient Egyptians, um, our God now was, was not a big fan of their gods. Um, have they, are they familiar with Moses in the Exodus? Because, um, you know, our God made a pretty big display of of his power against the gods of Egypt. So bringing obelisks and a bunch of Egyptian uh, paganism back to the Vatican would be, I don't know, how do, what do they think our God would think about that? Um, did they care? And the answer is uh, no. Obviously, they don't care because because they, they should. How many steps are there in the pyramids of Giza? Guess. Okay. Well, I think that there's two. Is there is there two million stones or two and a half million? There's two and a half million stones. So how many steps are there? Less than that. Okay. So there's less than that. Um, um, 300? Three, 330. 666. 11, um, 911, <laughs> somebody tell me, <laughs> good night, thank you.
Yeah, the day of the Lord is coming. That would, well, I think that well, I think that I think we have to have the, um, the we have to have the temple before the, before the tribulation starts. So that's my that's my opinion on that because you have to have the abomination of desolation start first. There's a lot of paganism in that place. So that's I guess that was my main point is that I mean anybody from having a just a basic idea of like you wouldn't have that thing in near your church, you know, it's not. It's more than history, right? The pyramid is has 201 steps. Hmm. Two elevens. Two ones. Close. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll put it this way. We know Led Zeppelin. Zed, we could take... Well, Hannah, why don't you come on and why don't you come on live and explain to us about um, Jimmy Page and Robert Plant? Because you have a Lester Crowley, right? You have a Lester Crowley and Jimmy Page. Yes, we were talking about the magic number 11. And so if you look in Lester Crowley, he's the one who brought in like the Illuminati eyeball thing back. And like he, he's got he's he's doing all the, you know, Egyptian stuff, you know, all the ancient Egyptian mystery school, you know paganism satanism and so jimmy page bought a lester crowley's house that was on loch ness monster and so now hannah's telling us that that they have obelisk on led zeppelin's album well then you have like stairway to heaven and if you like i said I, I mentioned this before they sold their souls to rock and roll excellent video documentary about Lester Crowley, his influence on the music, but they get into like the back masking and Stairway to Heaven. Put it this way, li listen to the lyrics in Stairway to Heaven and the, and the album art and all this kind of stuff. It is, it is creepy going forwards. Like the, if you look, if you really listen to the lyrics of it, it's very, it's a cryptic song. And then the fact that it, put it this way, it does make sense going backwards, like for a long time, like a very long stretches. It's saying stuff. That's not coincidence. There's, there's no way that's a coincidence. And so somebody would ask, well, how could a person ever do that? They couldn't. That's the point. They could not do it. Uh oh. I don't know who Sam Smith is, but does he have a back masking song? Did he have some automatic writing in his song? Ugh. I should probably know who he is, but I don't. Um, but that's interesting when you think about like, yeah, that a human could not do that. Our brains couldn't work like that. They couldn't write forwards and backwards like that. I mean, and let's be honest. Like I said, I'll, if I'm being perfectly honest, like that, it's a pretty good song. Um, it's like, that's not me saying like glorifying evil, but it's like, it's not, these things are not attractive because they're not good. It's because they are good. So yeah, it's yeah, the devil obviously could, and that's and that's where it comes that's where this stuff comes from. There's real power in it. I guess it's the I guess that's the point is that I was saying before, is there was real power in this stuff, whether you believe in it or not. And you know, the last guy who said this and got blocked, <laughs> he said he was saying, This is all nonsense. He's saying this is this stuff is nonsense. Well, guess what? The people who are in charge in this world, the people who have, you know, the best albums have like the most fame 
They have the most, most money. They have all the things. They say it works. So maybe they're not lying. Actually, they're not lying. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Um, but yeah, so they're not lying. And so what's, what's interesting is we talked about a little bit about, um, what is it? Uh, Venom. You guys, you guys seen the Venom movies? And so Venom is a pretty good... And I, I need to make another video about Venom because I think my last video got very highly shadow banned and nobody really saw it. But, um, but so you have the black goo imagery in, you know, like in the Venom. So the Venom suit is black goo. And, and when you see black goo in movies, it's, it's a very... Um, it's like code for demons, right? So you have demons, black goo. So in, uh, in Venom, it's an alien symbiote. That's what they call it. But it's an alien. Well, Lester Crowley, go back to him. He was saying that now we call them demons. One day they'll call them something else. So now they call them aliens. And so when Eddie Brock is the, is the protagonist in that movie, uh, Tom Hardy, and the suit merges with him, and basically, the suit was killing everybody else who it came in contact with, but he's the perfect host where he could actually, there was a mutual beneficial relationship between the two of them. But of course, this thing, this, this demon needs blood. It needs blood. So eventually he has to start feeding it. Like the thing wants to bite people's heads off. It needs blood. It needs human brains. It's demonic. So eventually, like Tom Hardy has to like get him live chickens. And if you think about it, like this voodoo stuff of people like sacrificing chickens and stuff like that, that's like people have that's been something that's been in the movies for a long time. But there's one part in the in the most recent Venom movie where he's trying to solve this crime. And literally the Venom suit starts to take him over and he just takes two pins out and he just starts writing. And he's like, obviously, he's just writing stuff like as quick as he possibly can with each hand. He's like going back and forth this. And then, of course, Eddie Brock has to read it after it's done. And it's like, it's so clear what they're, what they've, what they're showing you is that that's automatic writing. A demon wrote this thing. He didn't even know what he wrote until he looked at it. And then you have somebody like, um, who is it? Um, gosh, I am, man, I can't, I can't think of names tonight. You have um, Keith Richards. Keith Richards from the Rolling Stones. And he starts talking about the songs they wrote. And he's saying like, I didn't write that song. I was just holding the pen. He's saying exactly what you saw in that movie. He's talking about automatic writing. And um, so, yeah, there's real power to this stuff. And it's it's obviously not the power of God. Sorry, guys. There's no such thing as white magic, black magic. They're all the same thing. You're getting power from the same entities. And that came from Anton LaVey's own words. Is that it, It's the same, you know. You know, they believe in as above, so below. But they're both on the same teams. You have, the, you have the, the angels that are still up here, principalities, powers, rulers, authorities, and then you got the ones who are in the earth, chained up. You got the demons. And I think a lot of this stuff is run through like the demon, like the, the, the unclean spirits are the ones that communicate with both of them, I believe. So what? Uh, so what? Uh, what have we have we heard of any of your music? Um, DNA Duo Beats Seven Seven Seven. Imagine if you got it from uh, from channeling. Maybe 
maybe some we've heard of. Maybe it's decent. Or maybe you're just making this up, which is really lame. Yeah, they sold their souls by Joe Schimmel. Joe Schimmel, Good Fight Ministries. Those guys are good. <laughs> Another sleepless night. What do you mean? Yeah, I think I kind of think you're making stuff up. I hope you are because either that's you know it's lame to make that up, but it's even lamer to to sell your soul, you know, for a bowl of soup, a la Esau. You know what? I don't think that I will. I think that I will not search that because. You know, 200 releases. I guess I haven't heard of you, though. So, you know, but like I said, what does it profit a man, you know, to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? So, so we haven't even heard of you, DNA Duo Beats. Um, so it's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably not going to check the link in your profile either. I don't. Enough of that. Enough of that, and I guess you know you're promoting your um, your demonic uh, music. No, not on this live. You not on my watch. Not on my watch. You won't. Do not check the link in his bio. You know the music. He, he said it's demonic. It's probably awful too. Um, don't check that out. Unless you're going to expose him. <laughs> but I actually might give him more publicity than he's ever got before, just this, on this live. Yeah, not today, Satan. Exactly, sister. He did try to throw in the 777 thing, which is, um, you know, it's honestly, it's not really a Christian concept, all that stuff that Gematria is not, no, it's not really Christian either. Yeah. Yep, yeah, I'm not going to listen to duo beats um, whatsoever. <laughs> You're welcome. Have you declared that, that you? Not today. I haven't declared that I'm Isaac Cappy. But the, but um, we still got like 50 minutes left uh, Eastern time, so maybe. Ooh, we didn't even, we didn't even get into talking about Joe Biden's speech in my video. We should talk about that for a second because I was about to I was about to log off. I was getting getting kind of tired. But we, let's talk. You want you guys want to talk about um, old Sleepy Joe and his um. His demonic uh, imagery in his speech. <laughs> we should talk about that because that's that's worth talking about. I, I hate you know I, the the thing I hate right now though is the best part of it. Gosh, we need we I need to do it on uh, VOR Raw because put it this way: you guys should watch V for Vendetta and watch what that movie's about. And look look at how um, the bad guys got into power in that country. Let's just say you might make a couple parallels between the bad guys around this world and what they use in the past couple of years to get power. And um, that's all I'm going to say about that. But put it this way. You have a bunch of talking heads going out there saying, how could um, Biden, like, how could they, how could they uh, do this? Did they not know it was going to look like this and all this kind of stuff? This stuff is so coordinated like these people don't don't know what they're going to look like. 
It's like I was I almost wanted to make the joke, of course, because it's TikTok. I had to make a quick video. And so it's 30 seconds. I thought that was already too long. Like, I'm surprised they didn't get him to get like a flashlight and hold it under his 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 uh, chin. Like he's telling a spooky ghost story to try to scare all the little kids. Wah! You know, like they lit the thing red. Like, I mean, it's like it's got that hip. It almost it almost has that that imagery of like the Red Horse album cover, which I thought that could almost look like it, too, where he's got it's the red and the black. And it's just so stark where it looks it just looked evil. And then he's saying he's he's <laughs> he's got this speech. <laughs> yeah, he's got soldiers. I'm surprised they didn't have AK-47s as he's talking about his enemies list <laughs> while he's trying to unite the country. I mean, that's, that's the point. He's like, I'm, I'm the president of everybody, but, but, yeah, it's always obviously the things you can disregard everything he said right before that. I'm the president of all people, but these people are a threat to democracy. And it's like, you know, whether, whether you think the, the, the election was on the up and up, it was exactly how it should have been. There's a lot of people who voted for Trump, whether you did or not. I'm not going to talk about like whether you should or shouldn't have. But I'm saying that's a lot of people to be point, pointing your finger at and saying these guys are the bad guys. It's like with soldiers behind you, like literal soldiers and looking crazy evil. And so, the, yeah, so the idea that it wasn't coordinated to look like that. It was. So the, so the real question is. Why? I mean, is that was that some more red horse imagery? Was he declaring war on a uh, part of the part of the, the populace i mean i'm not going to go so far to say that but i obviously will look to see what the results of these things are but um it was very um yeah it was threatening and put it that way it was threatening i think most people caught that vibe from it um has, has trump ever had a, a speech that looked like that i mean lots of presidents have had soldiers behind them they've spoke on at military bases this was not a military base. Why did he have those soldiers behind him? In the dark. They were in the dark. You can only see parts of them. It was... Put it this way. I I know that everybody... You put it this way. You're not going to be able to see with your eyes closed. All right, how about that? You won't be able to see stuff with your eyes closed. So open your eyes and see what they're trying to pre- present to you. Like, these people don't put these things together, these sets together. Put it this way. When you see a movie... And you see background stuff in the movie. They have a lot of time to prepare for this stuff. They knew that this speech was going to be given a long time ago. And they made it look a certain way. They had it lit a certain way. You even have, we even have, you even have like the, um, so a lot of people know the checkerboard stuff with like the, um, the Freemasonry stuff where you have the duality, where you have black and the white. You know, so you have the black and white checkerboard. But you know what they also have? is red red and blue and so you had the red in the middle and then you had the two blue and then of course he's standing between two pillars obviously if you know any something about the frame freemasonry stuff you have the pillars the whole thing looked it's like i said you don't have to be a um somebody like me who looks at this stuff all the time to to identify that that looked evil i mean it it looks sinister and then i said you go into v for vendetta Look at the look at the bad guys in V for Vendetta who they're trying to emulate. At least, obviously, they're trying to project this image of these 1930s bad guys from, you know, that place in Europe. 
that you guys can all guess what it is. And yes, that was the image they were trying to present to you, which was the black and the red, you know, of course, all the stuff in, you know, that movie V for Vendetta, the bad guys, black and red, you know, even V himself actually had some imagery to that. It's sinister. It's, it's, it was supposed to be sinister. And it was. It was sinister. I wasn't the only one who picked it up. And of course, like a guy like me, he's, put it this way, I have not, I've tried not to be partisan uh, on my channel. And put it this way, I'll, I'll remain not partisan. But you know what? If, if a Republican did, put it this way, if, if Donald Trump would have done that same speech and he had lit that thing like that and he had talked about the other part of the country like that, I would have called him out. Now you can you can choose to believe me or not, but I would have, and I'm and I'm not going to tell you to vote for anybody because honestly, the last election that went by in my state, you know, even though I didn't want certain people to win, um, yeah, you can mod, uh, yeah, even though I wanted certain um people to win, I I did not vote, so I didn't vote. So like so put it this way, I'm not going to be on this page saying you got to vote for somebody you got to get to the polls you got to do this i'm not going to tell so put it this way so i'm not partisan in that way you know you let your faith lead you to um you know to do what's right what you think is right but i'll say this there's obviously there's a lesser of two evils generally in these elections um but they're both still evil kind of you know so so that's that's how I'm going to say it, is that yeah there's a lot of well if she's gonna block you what did you say you've been saying stuff to get blocked worthy don't don't say anything to get blocked MAGA is fascist okay well, but but what about that set that let's let's stick let's stay on topic um, was uh, was that speech evil looking and the answer is yes. It was, which is interesting. If um, the bad guys are the fascists, well, then why were they emulating fascists from a movie? Because <laughs> that's what they. Because that's exactly what they did. They, I was not the only person who did this, and somebody actually, somebody actually made a point to say that. You know, I came up with. Well, I don't know if I was the first person who said that this was from V for Vendetta, but I saw a lot of people say it afterwards, and and somebody actually showed the clip they cut. They cut my clip together and they posted on like a Facebook thing that was like, there's like a million and a half people follow the thing. Give a guy credit at least. But I guess I'm more just concerned about the truth getting out there, though. It would be nice to kick the guy a little credit, you know, when my, my channel's getting a little shadow, shadow banned. They are by definition not a movie. What? Um... No, they emu they were emulating fascists when they when they put their speech together like that. You like you can't like you can't. It looked evil, right? It looked evil. Yes, it, it, looked, it was meant to send a certain kind of message, and it did. So I think they got the desired result they wanted. Now the real question is, why is why did they want that reaction? Ah. Uh, yeah, that's I mean that's that's probably the real question. Do you I don't do you not speak English? Yeah, you can you can I'll I'll meet you for five minutes because I don't know what you're talking about. Um 
Yeah, exactly. These things are coordinated. Like again, like I said, if you watch a movie, the things that are on the set, the the if they pick numbers, you know, like I said, this is, we go back to the geometry stuff. When they start putting numbers in the backgrounds of sets and stuff like that, they're picking names. They mean stuff. They didn't set this speech up like yeah, the people who they got all kinds of people who are in the administration who would set this, something up like this, and they set it up to look a certain way, to sound a certain way. They obviously everything's like I said the the Marines in the backgrounds obviously probably probably no fault of their own they were used as props pushed into the picture to be ominous like they were they were in the dark like they were partially you could see that they were there but they were in the dark it looked very it looked very sinister and I, like I said I believe that was the point you know you can well put it this way. I don't care if, like, if you voted for him, that's that's on you. But you got to at least just say that it was a bad look, right? It was a, it was a bad look. It was true. I was trying to scare people. I believe that's what it was. Well, I think that I, I think that these people, a lot of them are, cu- cu- you know, Kabbalistic. So I believe they all, you know, even like in Trump's administration, his own daughter convert, converted to Kabbalism. You know, his son-in-law was... Uh, Jared six 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 Park Avenue Kushner, you know these people are, that you know. So the, I'm I'm with you when you say that it's two wings of the same bafflement. <laughs> you know these people are these people are still work. These people are all serving the devil. That's in some in some ways. Now, like I said, you have the duality where you have like certain you know they have the good and the bad. They're leading to the same place. But the interesting thing about the movie V, and again. Read or uh, watch the movie V, V for Vendetta, and and try to pick out the stuff that you see that's going on in our society. But I would say this: it's like so in the movie V, like the the it's a it's a far right, yeah, the red the red uh the red string around the 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 wrist. But you have um you have the it's a far right government, you know, night think nineteen thirties Germany, and then you have V. The guy in the Guy Fox mask, and what was he was he was supposed to he, Guy Fox was like a real person who got who got executed was supposed to try to blow up Parliament I think, and so you have he's your anarchy character and literally in the comic book he's like a imagery to the devil, and so what you have is you have a far right so you, so this is so this is what you really see happening in in our society and it's like. Through chaos, they get order, right? So you have a you have a far right wing, and then you have the anarchist, right? And so the anarchist is trying to blow things up to push usher in this new hippy dippy. Let the people figure this out on their own. But of course, he's going against the bad. The bad guys are, you know, of course, completely fascist dictators. Where, of course, they're bad, so you can't help but root for V in that movie, right? But guess what? He's not good. And if you really think about it, like, that's what we've seen in our society where you have anarchists, right? Like, so there's always this threat of these boogeymen, right? Like, that they're going to get you. You got to give us, we got to protect you from these bad men, right? Think, think, you know, think Revelation 9-11. Hello? You know, so after that, you get all these things that happen after that more bureaucracy, more protect us from ourselves. 
um, give us, give all our rights away. And then, so then you, so each time you still have these things like where now the, 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 the right side starts to tighten things down. And then there's this chaos agent continuing to say, we need more freedom. It's all going to lead to, to a place where, you know, that they're going to usher in their new world order. And I think that that's kind of like what we, what we continue to see is like, that this, that's, that's the push for it. You know, like they have to have, like they have to have things always kind of like there's this struggle, you know, meanwhile, it's like the people who are, are saying that worldly message of like, let's let the people decide. Let's let the people be the, the guide, the, the system. Oh, it's, it's these bad, you know, right wingers. Oh, it's these, it's this, this bad, like, you know, terrorist angle. And it's like, eventually it's going to lead us to the same place. And that's what we're seeing. Like I said, that, that's a real thing. That's, that's your, um, what is it? The Hegelian dialect problem, solution, problem, solution. And it continues to keep going on and on. The beat goes on. Yeah, I mean it's all it's all it's all leading to the same place, but I don't know. But that's my that's my take on all that stuff. But I would say that re, you should watch V for Vendetta again and see if you pick up some of the stuff that's going on. I mean, V for Vendetta, it's like they 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 say a lot of stuff in there where they show like the obvious propaganda in the media, and they show like the um, even like they have like their own like Rush Limbaugh British character, and yeah, the but the movies the movies uh. Yeah, the let's just say the subject matter matter for that movie is very um kind of timely when it talks about like how the bad guys got in charge in that country, how they seized power and gained more control. Yeah. It's um so I could have made that put it this way, I could have made that that I could have took I could have took that TikTok I made about the lighting and stuff and just the way it looked to eleven if I had said now let's look at all the similarities between uh, Biden and this bad guy and this thing, and you could have, and everyone's faces would have melted, and then I got banned. Yeah. Okay, so somebody said 2006, and I remember at the time people were saying, "Oh, this is an anti-Bush movie." Well, put it this way, <laughs> Bush is not as smart as anyone in that movie. So, like, Bush, like I said, Bush is not. Yeah, Bush was not. No, he's not. He's not what they were saying he was, but he's not good either. He he was like the wolf. He was like the Will Ferrell character that that he he was portrayed on Saturday Night Live to be. He was the party boy, and he was just like he was playing his role. And I think he's he's probably smarter than he lets on, but he's not that much smarter. So yeah, yeah. So I don't know. So that that V for Vendetta. It's a solid movie too. Like I would say, you probably enjoy it. It's actually a decent one. But yeah, I was gonna say my next my my TikTok channel. I might have to wear a Guy Fox mask. Maybe we all have to wear it and put out the same message so we don't all get banned. Well, I mean, I think that like you said, we'll put it this way. They're looking back at after um, you know like all the power that that the Bush administration seized. I mean, I think people were right, were right to make the parallels between the government in that movie and then, you know, like what was real life. Now, I don't know. At the same time, it's 
Yeah, they, they gave Bush too much credit, but it, overall it was like the general, it was the deep state, it was the Illuminati, it was all the things, it, like it wasn't Bush by himself. And I think that was the that was the the thing that people showed more than anything. But it is kind of interesting when you think about like Dick Cheney and that character Creedy. <laughs> so like, yeah, Dick Cheney and Creedy were probably pretty, actually that's probably pretty good. Creedy and Dick Cheney were probably the same guy. Oh, somebody's talking about that. I don't know. That's a good question. What were in the envelopes? I don't know. You got any theories? Uh, v for Vendetta. Demolition Man. Yeah, I don't know. But there's a lot of there's a lot of wild things going on. In the, like I said, I, that, that's put it this way that's i do i do enjoy seeing the pop culture stuff that comes out in public because it's like when you i, I don't know if you guys have seen the movie but it was like um the documentary was out of the shadows and it starts talking about um like the connections between new york washington and hollywood and then you realize that a lot of times it's like our cia are feeding the hollywood stories and then the things that are going to come true have come true they're putting it out there, and there's a lot of stuff that you can be, you can learn from this stuff. But to tie it all, to wrap it all into a neat little bow, as we were talking about the the magic number eleven, Alan Moore. So Alan Moore wrote V for Vendetta. Yeah, he wrote he wrote V for Vendetta, and so Alan Moore was a disciple of Aleister Crowley. So he believes all this stuff, and he talked about channeling demons he talked about automatic writing he talked about all that stuff and so if you think about it like that like how could he know some of the things that were going to happen well that's how he would know you know that's how he would know all this stuff oh yeah that's a good one and you're gonna get locked yeah yep I got a, I got a short leash for um you know for this stuff now. <laughs> if I think you're a bot and you just come in there just to say nuh-uh, you know, I probably will just block you. And you know, cuz like I said cuz I can see what happens. I get videos flagged for no reason. I'm sure it's these these bots that don't even want to give not even going to debate with a nuh-uh. What's your proof? Well, I just talked for two hours about like what I think my reasoning, if you can believe me or not, you know. So, yeah. So, I mean, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, so you have the, when you, when you realize these people are saying that they're getting these things from the spirits, they're writing it, they're putting it, they're putting it out there all together. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Alan Moore, there you go. Yeah. With, See, Alan Moore, I said, I, I need and I need to make a, a full on video about Alan Moore and his his what he talks about magic. And he was highly involved in that Earth 616 with David Thorpe. And they're both Aleister Crowleyites. And um, yeah, they believe in all this stuff. But they talk about like what magic really is. And it's just changing somebody's consciousness through words, through art, you know, through music, through all the things. And yeah. So I think they're they're saying what's going on. And like I said, believe them or not, they say it's true and they got the power. So they're not lying to you. So I'm saying like, 
put it this put it this way, but I'll end it on this that that we need not lose heart because we know that Jesus wins in the end, therefore we win in the end. And um it's not something to fret over. You know, the main thing is we expose the darkness through our light and we don't, you know, this this thing is interesting, like I said, and that's why I can be, you know, be lighthearted about this stuff, but how um how satanic and all this stuff looks. But you know what? I know how this ends. You know, so the, I know how the story ends and I know we win. And more than anything, this is proof that everything we believe is true because the Bible says this stuff is true. So yeah. Amen. We ex expose darkness and it's the light, you know, the the judgment is the light came in this world and, you know, the evil men did not like the light because it exposed their wicked deeds. And that's what we'll do till the end, till, we, till we're not on this place anymore, until we're removed from this, this, um, this flat rock or this spinning ball rock, whatever, whatever you may believe about it. Amen. Put on the full armor of God, because yes, obviously do not go into the darkness without it, because we need to be prepared. But anyways, I'm going to log off, guys. But um, hope you guys have a blessed Labor Day. Hope you get some rest and relaxation and um, maybe some, maybe get a good quiet time or two in with the Lord. And um, I will be talking to you guys this week as, um, yeah, we get back into the routine as I'm getting back from vacation. Yeah. Good night. Love y'all. Yikes.